Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Philippians 4, 6. Fast Food by Sharon Boucher Rudy slowly closed the cupboard door and turned with a what-do-we-do-now look on his face. Find anything? his roommate asked. No, you didn't last night either when you went searching through the cupboards. I know, Rudy admitted. I just hoped I had missed something, anything. I'm hungry. Me too. We haven't had anything to eat since breakfast yesterday. Don't remind me, Rudy moaned. It was summer vacation, and the two young men were in Panama City selling Christian books door-to-door. Rudy, who had just turned 18, hoped to go to the newly established West Caribbean Training School when it opened for the coming school year. He had recently learned about Jesus and his second coming, and he wanted others to learn about Jesus, too. By selling books about Jesus and his love, Rudy could tell others about him and earn a scholarship to pay his school expenses. His dream was to someday become a doctor. Rudy and his friend had come to Panama City from their hometown of Cologne and had rented a tiny apartment. It was in a wood frame building constructed as many of the Panama houses were, with a number of one-room apartments all facing out on a common veranda that went completely around the house. From here, the two young callporters went out six days a week to take orders for the books. Rudy and his friend had been doing quite well as they went from door to door. The people who purchased the books paid a small deposit when the order was placed and agreed to pay the balance when the books were delivered. The two young men sent the orders to the Inter-American headquarters of Seventh-day Adventists, but for some reason the orders were delayed. Back then, call porters didn't have the more secure financial arrangements they do today. They had to rely on the payments they received for their sales. And since the books hadn't arrived yet, Rudy and his friend couldn't collect the rest of the money. Soon they had spent what little money they had, and now hunger was gnawing at their stomachs. Rudy and his friend dreaded the thought of tramping the streets without anything to eat. We've done all we can, they agreed between themselves. Now let's tell God about it. And they discussed just how God might help. We could start knocking on doors, and maybe God will impress someone to place an order and make an unusually large down payment, one of them suggested. Or maybe we'll find some money and won't be able to find the owner, the other projected wishfully. They thought of several ways that God might help them. I wonder if he smiled, knowing that he had already arranged for their immediate need. As they talked, the two young callporters looked across the empty table in front of the window. And out the open window, beyond the trees, they could see ships sailing on tropical blue waters, and in the shadows, crocodiles lay dozing in the morning sunshine. But none of this interested them today. Together, they knelt and reminded God of their need. When they got up from their knees, they stared at the table that had been bare moments before. It couldn't be. It wasn't possible. Where had it come from? There on the table was a large platter heaped high with colorful vegetables, potatoes, and fish. Plenty of food for two very hungry young men. It was steaming hot and smelled delicious. Eyes wide with unbelief, the roommates looked at each other, then back at the table. This was uncanny. This was unnatural. This was too much. The two bolted for the door and flung it open. A neighbor woman, who lived a door or two from them, was walking on the veranda. She heard the door open and turned to greet them. 
"'Good morning,' she called cheerily. "'I cooked our noon meal extra early today, "'and for some reason I kept thinking of you "'and thought you might like a home-cooked meal. "'When I walked past your window, I saw you praying "'and didn't want to disturb you, "'so I just set the food on the table through the open window.' "'Rudy and his friend thanked her. "'Then they stumbled back into their apartment, "'thankful that God had provided for them. "'That's how I learned that God doesn't need suggestions,' Dr. Rudolph Rodriguez said years later when he shared this experience with his Sabbath school class, God always knows what to do. So now, whenever I talk to him about my needs, I simply trust him to take care of them in his own way. And he always does. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.